0: It's time for Divorce Spring Edition. Today I'm going to talk about the different steps that you need to take in getting a divorce. Problem number one, we need to detox. You need to detox. How do you do that? By getting a divorce. By divorcing things in your life that are toxic, divorcing things that are in your closet, divorcing things from your mind and your thought process, Divorcing things that are taking place in your business as well as in your relationships, so let's get started Let's first talk about your closet Start by removing everything that you haven't worn in your closet for six months or more. That's right Six months or more if you haven't worn that item girl Most likely you're not going to wear it if you have goal outfits in your closet Then what are you doing to make sure that you fit into those items? First, you want to make sure that not only do you remove the items that are six months or more that you haven't worn, you want to begin to separate those things that are too small. You want to begin to separate items according to color, uh, according to events, according to a certain time period in your life that you uh, begin to wear those things or perhaps even when you begin to purchase them. One way that you can get rid of these things or divorce those things that are in your closet is by having swap parties. Have cell parties. Uh, Make sure that you go out and become a philanthropist, that you go and you give those items away. Go and sew into abuse shelters, uh, women's shelters, women who are just coming out of prison, women who are looking to get back into the workforce and don't have great pieces. I'm sure you have lots of them. Also, too, you want to get rid of pieces that are unseasonably not a part of the season that you're in. Also, too, you want to make sure that you begin to sort those items out. So now look, when you begin to sort them out, you want to make sure that you use labels. If you're a label girl like me, I love to use labels. Also, too, you want to purchase bins. So that way you can actually separate your items in bins. And you want to get clear bins, so that way you can see those items that you've placed in bins. It can be anywhere from tank tops, to shirts, uh, to booties, to shoes, to sandals. You are able to use bins for everything you can also too use bins for jewelry as well neckties bow ties you whatever you have think of it you can put it in a clear bin also too you want to be able to start with your basics after you get rid of all those things after you divorce yourself from all those things you then want to start over and you want to start with the basics. I'm gonna share with you that I can teach you how to take seven pieces, that's right, seven pieces, and turn them into 21 different wardrobe items. I can do that for you. And secondly, you wanna to begin to divorce your mind from things that you're thinking about that are not productive. You wanna remove yourself from past relationships, past soul ties, you want to remove things from your mind, of course, that are not purposeful. You want to think on purpose about the things that you need to do in your life. You want to think on purpose about things relating to your business, relating to your life, relating to your future. One very important thing to do is that you must renew your mind in order to divorce thoughts that are not Uh, productive for you, you got to begin to renew your mind. And one most awesome way that you can do that is by reciting the Word of God, memorizing the Word of God, meditating on the Word of God, exchanging your thoughts for the thoughts that God has towards you, knowing what God says you are to do and who you are in your life. Also, too, it's going to be so very important, too, that you not only think differently, but that you associate with individuals, individuals differently, that you go to different places, that you change your environment, that you have different processes that are taking place in your life. That is so very important. So that is divorcing those toxic thoughts that you're having toxic relationships, uh, toxic environments, Uh, always doing things methodically the same way you have to begin to implement change into your life that's going to be so so very important and number three things to uh, divorce of course are relationships divorcing certain types of relationships in your life are going to be crucial remove yourself from stress remove yourself from unbeneficial relationships and most of all remove yourself from uh Materials or matters or things that are also to causing stress in your life. It may be overworking yourself. It may be burdening yourself with uh, too much of your business. It may be overburdening yourself because you don't take vacation. You don't take care of yourself. Uh, you're not eating healthy. Uh, you're not exercising. You haven't had a doctor's appointment in who knows when, right? So not only are relationships uh, toxic. That you need to divorce from others. But also what type of relationship are you having when it comes to yourself? What type of relationship are you having with yourself in regards to your health, your state of mind, your well-being, exercising, eating healthy, getting lots of rest, sleeping when you're supposed to be sleeping, undisturbed time, quiet time, time of meditation, time of uh, contemplative prayer. Uh, time of drinking lots and lots of water, vacationing, right? Staycationing. And again, I can go on and on. So divorcing yourself from relationships. Also too, we want to talk about divorcing yourself for things in your business that are not productive. I meet so many entrepreneurs, so many solopreneurs, so many newpreneurs that are doing things themselves. They are wearing 10 and 11 hats within their business. That's not gonna help, ladies. So, another way, of course, to jump into this spring guide is to make sure that you're divorcing yourself from things in your business that again are toxic. It's time for a detox. So, not only are you getting a divorce in this season of your life, you're also too going to detox. And so, too, I always ask women entrepreneurs: are you a solopreneur? Are you a control freak? Are you someone that has to have your hands involved in every single step and method of your business? So I want to tell you today, stop it. You have to stop it or you're not going to get the best out of yourself or from those, of course, that you're surrounding yourself with or those that you're serving or helping. They're not going to get the best you if you are a control freak. If you are a solopreneur, they're not going to get the best from you. So let me show you how to do it. First you want to do is to hire a coach. That's right, I said it. If you're a coach, guess what? You need a coach. Hire someone that you can be accountable to. Accountability is important. So having an accountability partner is key. Also too, making sure that you get someone who can help you with strategizing. Hiring a brand strategist. So also too, I want you to begin to delegate. It's important that you begin to delegate those things that you're doing to someone else. Being able to entrust what it is that you know your business needs into the hands of someone else. Now, of course, you're going to hire that person. You're going to train that person. You're going to help develop that person. You're going to help mentor that person. So that when you go to transition those responsibilities, you can be well assured that they're capable of doing the job. Also, too, you're going to hire a virtual assistant or even perhaps a team. You're going to stop repeating processes that are not yielding any results for you, right? We know the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Well, guess what, ladies? Guess what, entrepreneurs you're not going to do that anymore. So, you're going to stop repeating processes that are not yielding you results. And what you're going to begin to do is educating yourself and putting yourself in a place where you can ask for help. That's right. I know you're Wonder Woman, you're Super Woman, you are that individual. But guess what? You need help. I need help. Coaches have coaches. Right? Brand strategists have coaches. They have strategy partners, accountability partners. We all need it. Also, too, you all know it's, they say it takes a village. Well, it just doesn't take a village in raising children and having a family. It takes a village even when it comes to business, right? It takes a village. When it comes to building a team, it takes a village. Right, It takes a village to get those things done. No one is an island unto themselves. Each and every person that you see that is a billionaire in this life, they have a team of people behind the scenes that are helping them get their mission and their vision out into the world. And so you're gonna begin to do the same thing. Well, you may ask, I'm a small business. I am a solopreneur. How can I begin to hire a team? Well, we're gonna talk about that on the next podcast, but you can actually hire a team. You can hire a virtual assistant. Those things are very accessible to you even now as a solopreneur, it's time that you begin to start it. Also too, it's important that you have a tribe, right? A tribe is those of course that you surround yourself with that have the same ideas and concepts that you do. Those that you can help to influence Those that are your supporters, those that are your cheerleaders, those that believe in you, right? Those that you serve, those that you help. This is going to be your tribe. It's so very important that you gather a tribe, that you begin to invest into a tribe. And most likely you already have one, but perhaps maybe you don't call it that. But if you are a business owner, I'm pretty sure you already have a tribe. You have a group of individuals that you serve. You have a group of individuals that you help. You have a group of individuals that you help them to accomplish their goals. Now, also, too, you're going to divorce things in life. You say, "Mm hmm, now what would that be? You're going to divorce bad habits. You're going to divorce sabotaging behaviors. You're going to divorce procrastination. You're going to divorce non-productive thoughts. going to divorce um, dream killers and not having goals and you're also too going to divorce time wasters. Those are also very key. Now also too in life I know life can be very habit forming and I know a lot of times that it's not quite all made up to be sometimes of what you thought it would be or even your business to be and I know Life is all about forming habits and practices and making sure that you're consistent. Absolutely. I'm not saying that they're not supposed to be, but what they are supposed to be are productive. They're supposed to be fruitful. They're supposed to be beneficial. Uh, You're supposed to have goals that are taking you towards the direction that you need to go in to accomplish those goals. You're not supposed to be setting things up that are taking you away from accomplishing those goals. So I hope that you understand what I'm saying. So you wanna make sure that you are doing the right things and putting the right processes in place to help you accomplish and fulfill your goals and your mission and also to help serve your tribe. You wanna make sure that you have the right habits and the right practices, right? It's gonna be so very important to your growth. It's gonna be vital to the direction that you want to begin to go in by putting these practices in place. It's going to help you to become successful. A lot of times, business owners or women entrepreneurs, they are busy, but they may not be necessarily successful. I've learned even from a coach of mine that says, you must establish income-driven processes. So you can be busy, but if you haven't made any money that day, then you've wasted a lot of time. So it's about not only putting practices into place, setting those goals, alleviating and putting aside and getting rid of those things that eat up your time and waste your time. But it's all about putting income driven practices into your life and also as a part of your business. Also, too, is very important that you put your mental health and your physical health first, as well as your spiritual health. Really, it should be your spiritual health, your mental health. Excuse me, and then your physical health. These are truly necessary for you to have success in your business, in your life, mentally, emotionally. These things are necessary. Also to having a commitment to setting up boundaries. Is so very important as an entrepreneur. It's important as a mom. It's important as a wife, as a sister, as a friend, as a partner in business. Setting up boundaries are vital. Knowing when to say yes and knowing when to say no. Knowing what your boundaries are and protecting those boundaries and not letting anyone cross those boundaries not even yourself not compromising anything that you have set up not for a business deal not for an ample amount of money uh, not things that it's going to impede your spiritual life or your spiritual growth that's going to impede your success impede your goals setting up boundaries are so very important and I notice a lot of times as Uh, women entrepreneurs either they set boundaries but then they bend them or they push those boundary lines back for certain people or individuals or uh, certain projects and boundaries are formed to do just that to create a boundary to create a safe place to create uh, limits and limitations of others impeding onto your time your privacy your goals your life boundaries are so very important everything in this land has boundaries god created boundaries you have boundary lines when you purchase property you have boundaries uh within law you have boundaries when you're out swimming you have boundaries when you're in a supermarket boundaries are everywhere so boundaries must be established in your life also too it's important too with your eating and your well-being So I never like to say dieting, but I like to say it's important that you choose a healthy lifestyle, a healthy way of eating. It's important that you have relaxation in your life. It's important that you put yourself first and not continue to put others in front of you. I know you're a mom. I know that's what moms do. I know that's what we do as women, that we put each and every person in front of the needs of ourselves. I read a statistic that showed like over 87% of women tend to put the needs of others before them and they tend not going to, they tend not go to the doctor's. They tend not to go to the doctors because they put everyone else's needs in front of theirs. They, doctors asked and surveyed women and said, why don't you come? You know you have an issue. You know you must be seen by a doctor. You know certain things are fallen by the wayside. Why don't you come to do that, to take care of yourself? And each and every single one of them answered because of the needs of others and they put those needs before themselves. That's not healthy, ladies. That's something's wrong with that because of course in order to help others you have to be your most and your best healthy self mentally spiritually physically right we know just like they talk about that example of that plane if that plane is going down and it's you and a child or you and a loved one next to you and those oxygen masks come down you put the oxygen mask on yourself first so that you are capable of being able to help your loved one you don't put the mask oxygen max on your loved one first no i know it sounds a little backwards right you would think well why wouldn't why wouldn't i do that to save their life well if you're going to help them you must help yourself first so that you can be a help and an aid to them And so ladies, entrepreneurs, I know this information isn't new to you, but perhaps hearing it again, maybe hearing it from a different perspective, hearing it from a different voice, maybe now it will begin to sink in. Maybe now the wheels will begin to turn about how very important it is for you to begin to take back your life, take back your health, your mental health, your spirituality, um, your physical life, right? And to begin to reestablish and set up those boundaries. It's going to be important for you to put relaxation in place. It's going to be important for you to put yourself first. I teach women uh, when I'm coaching them to put yourself on the calendar You have a calendar where you meet everyone else's needs. You fulfill everyone else's needs, everyone else's expectations. You're helping everyone else to meet goals. You're helping to strategize with them. You're serving them. You put everything on the calendar but yourself. And so I encourage women to put themselves on their calendar. Put themselves on their calendar once a week. So we start off with once a week and then we backpedal where it becomes twice a week three days a week and so forth and so on. So that's so very important that you embrace a healthy lifestyle all the way around. That you remove toxic thoughts even from yourself. Doubts, thoughts of doubt, thoughts of fear, thoughts of rejection, right? Thoughts of low self-esteem. All those things you have to divorce yourself from. Remember we're talking about divorce, the spring edition. It's time for a divorce, ladies. It's time for a divorce, entrepreneurs. And then lastly, and again, this is not truly last, but it's last as a part of what it is that I'm talking about today, divorcing yourself from your style. In order for you to upgrade your life, your vision, your thoughts, and everything, how many of you know also too you have to upgrade Your style. So you got to divorce your old style, divorce that old season and way of doing and living and how you even dressed, right? If you've ever been in corporate America, they always tell you when you're looking to move up the ladder in corporate America, dress like the position that you want to have, even though you don't have it yet. So no matter what level you're at, it's okay. But if you have vision for where you want to go, they tell you in business, begin to start dressing like that. Begin to start carrying yourself as if you already have that position right? And so that's the same thing. So you want to begin to divorce yourself from styles that are not um representing your business, not re- representing your thought process. You want to begin to do that. You want to throw out things, of course, um that are not fashionable for you, that are not flattering for your figure, right? So there's no rules when it comes to fashion. You actually create your own rule book, right? You create the clothing, the style, the creativity. You do all of that. That comes out of you. That expression of fashion and style comes out of you, of who you are. Remember, again, there's no rules, ladies, when it comes to fashion. You want to make sure that you are in items that you want others to see you in. You want to show up in items that you want the world to perceive you in. How do you want to show up in the world? How do you want to be perceived? They say in business that when you meet someone for the first time, it used to be almost a minute and a half. Now I think you have about 30 seconds. So you have a half a minute to show up and present yourself the way that you want the world to perceive you. So your style is so very important. And again, it's not about what's trending. So I have nothing against trends. I love trends, but it's not about trends. You can use trends for your benefit. But it's not all about trends. It's more about having classic pieces, adding odds and end pieces, adding trends in, taking trends out, swapping out colors, materials, uh, fabrics, different types of shapes, all kinds of things that you can do. What's even more um, interesting regarding your style. It's more about who you are. It's more about your authenticity. It's more about who you are as a person, as an individual. It's about, again, how you want to show up in the world. It's about, are you wearing the right types of clothes and the right types of colors that are going to make you shine? Are you wearing those things that are truly indicative of who you are in life and in business? Are your bright vibrant girl? Do you love lots of color? You're very uh, creative. You're a vintage girl. You know, you're a classic girl. You're a boho girl. You're a chic girl. You're a street street chic chick. You know, who are you? A lot of times who you are shows up in the clothing that you wear. And so that's my segment for you on this is your time for getting a divorce. It's time for a divorce, ladies. This is your spring edition. So I hope that you've joined me today uh, again and that you'll come back again. I hope that you've not only joined me this time, but you'll come another time and you'll bring a friend. You'll share it out. You'll share, share, share it out. And again, we'll talk um, maybe in a couple of weeks, maybe two. And I'll do another podcast. If you have any ideas and I'd like to drop some ideas of some things that you and topics that you would like me to cover, please make sure that you do. I'm so happy that you were able to join me on today. And I look forward to hearing from you all, talking to you all, seeing those uh, different topics that you have, and also to being able to interview some boss chicks that are coming soon onto the show. So you guys, happy, happy detoxing spring edition time for a divorce. Bye! Good day everyone this is Michelle the very proud owner of Skygrinder Style Lounge and welcome into my world. Today I am so happy and excited to come back to you today and I'm talking about a topic that really hits on so many different areas of our lives. Whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a student, whether you're a mom, a wife, Uh, Whether you have friends, whether you're a leader in the community, whatever it is that you're doing, this is a topic that most of us expect from others and it's something that others expect from us. I know you're probably wondering, what is that, Michelle? Well, it's consistency. I want to talk to you today about how consistency pays off. It pays the bills. It pays. So let's jump right into it. Consistency allows for you to develop routines and build momentum. Let me repeat that. Consistency allows for you to develop routines and it builds momentum. It also too makes habits. It develops trust, reliability, and it also too causes others to have an expectation of you, your product or your service, or just you showing up and being there and being available, whether that's emotionally or physically. Also, too, whether that be you doing a podcast, you doing a blog, you having a brick and mortar, you showing up online, you doing live videos. Again, no matter what it is, you set the standard of consistency for others to follow. So the reason why I'm saying this, too, and I happened to talk about this topic uh, this month, I was really stuck on what really to talk about. I really had a sense of writer's block, wasn't really feeling inspired, wasn't really feeling like, hey, should I even show up uh, for this podcast this month, even though I know monthly I'm coming here and giving you information, encouraging you, inspiring you. And then, you know, I had a sick, my sister in Christ, yeah. She came to me and said, hey, where's that podcast? Now, mind you, it was already a day late and I had to be for real with her. I said, you know what, girl? I am not feeling inspired. I know as an author, which you are, I know you know what it feels like to have that writer's block. I took out that pen, I took out that notebook, and it sat right on my bed all day. It looked at me, and I looked at it. From early afternoon to the evening, that page was still blank. I was just at a blank and really at a loss for words, not really knowing what to show up and give you for this month. But I am happy to say that through some travail, and I am actually now maybe three days late past the podcast time of when I normally would do it, that I came up with a topic that I know all of you can relate. And I know definitely I can relate. And so, you know, consistency, she asked me about it. So even if it's that one person, even if it's 20 people, 25 people, 40 people, 100 people, it doesn't matter. That one person is depending on you showing up. Whether you know it or not, whether you have a sick, you know, a sister in Christ that taps you on the shoulder and want to know what's going on with you, what's going on with that product or that service, you know, have you been designing, have you been writing, when are you going to push out that book? You know, even if someone doesn't tap you on the shoulder, I do want to let you know that when you're consistent and you show up, people are watching. Whether they're watching from afar or whether they're watching nearby, people are watching and they're expecting you to show up. And so I had to tell her really how I was feeling and really what was going on with me. And so I was excited that, you know, she nudged me on the shoulder, that she wanted to know where was that podcast. So girl, here it is. So also too, it made me think about how important it was for me to show up, how important it was for me to be consistent. Why? Again, because someone somewhere is expecting you to show up, be consistent and deliver the things that you always deliver. Again, whether that's a product, whether that's a service, whether that's a certain brand, uh, whether that's your personality, whether that's your support, they're looking for you to show up. And why are they looking for you to show up? Because you consistently put yourself out there and cause them to begin to have an expectation of you. And when you set a standard of expectation, people are always looking for us to be able to meet it. And I know you're up for the challenge daily. You have to be consistent on every level and everything that's going on in our lives. And so because we set that expectation to show up and others are looking for us to do it, we want to deliver. And so you want to know how important it is to be consistent? Well, let me tell you, consistency allows others to develop trust in you. They allow your voice to be heard. You speaking right to them, even though you may not know that you are and you may not even see them or maybe never even meet them, but you are speaking to them. Perhaps it's your story. Perhaps it's your testimony. Again, maybe it's your brand. It's your product. It's your service. Again, maybe it's your time. Maybe it's you building relationships with different people that are around you. Again, consistency allows others to develop trust in you. Again, when you show up and be consistent, when I show up and be consistent, we're now setting a standard. We're now setting that expectation that others are gonna be looking for us. And you guarantee you know, we wanna show up. So we know that others are looking for us. We know that they're looking for us to show up. They're looking for us to deliver. They're looking for us to present whatever it is that we've already set a foundation for of what it is that we can bring to the table. So if you're struggling today with being consistent, don't worry, all of us do in different areas. Make sure that you maybe perhaps set a timer for yourself. Set a date in your calendar. Set a specific time when you want to do something and you want to make a commitment to yourself that every day on that particular time, at that particular date, that you're going to show up to deliver what it is that you say that you're going to do. And so that's all it takes. Just those small baby steps of doing it. Again, remember, it's you forming a habit. It's you making a routine and it's you also to building a momentum upon yourself that perhaps maybe you didn't have. I know that people used to say that it takes, you know, about 21 days to make or break a habit. They're now saying it takes anywhere from 71 to 90 days to make or break a habit. You know, that's clearly about two and a half months, three months for you to solidly do something consistently to either form a habit or either to break a habit. So just make sure that you remember that when you're struggling with showing up, when you're struggling with doing something at the same time when you wanna know whether or not it's working and you've only been maybe three weeks in and doing a certain thing, be encouraged today. If you keep going, you're gonna form that habit and you're gonna be so very proud of yourself for accomplishing that. And before you know it, once that 71-day period, you get past it or you get past that 90-day mark, and it's now a routine, it's now a habit, it's something that you just do, but then guess what? You're now going to be looking to form another habit, another consistent routine to develop in yourself to help you to grow. So consistency is key. It also, too, helps others to show up when they know that you'll be there. So they're showing up because they know you consistently have shown up on the day that you're going to be there, the time that you're going to be there, the information that you're putting out there, the clothing, the design, the art, the music, the blog, the teaching, whatever it is, they're now becoming consistent with meeting you at that place because you've set a standard of consistency and expectation for them to do so. And guess what? They've now started to develop a level of trust and we don't want to disappoint. You know, so if you set the standard of consistency, you're building that platform, you're building that format and you now have others showing up for you. You want to be there. So also, too, let me just run a little bit of statistics past you. I love, of course, looking and researching up information. So I found out in 2018, consumers were polled and stated that what they expect uh, when they go out to shop what some of the key three things were they expect personalization when they shop they expect to get a shopping experience and they expect to get consistency every time let me name those three things again consumers in 2018 were polled what were some of the most important things uh, that mattered to them when it came to consumer shopping one was personalization two was a shopping experience and three was consistency every time. So these are three main key factors that they're looking for, and this can be applied to any area. Also, two expectations are high, and that's because we've created it. So consumers have high expectations. If you're an entrepreneur and you have a brand, you have a t-shirt business, you have an organization, you have a movement, whatever it is that you're setting the platform for, remember, you set the expectation by showing up. And consumers say that their expectation is high based off of the consistency of the entrepreneur, the developer, the organizer, the author, whomever it is that you are. You have set that expectation and consumers say that expectation becomes high because they expect that if we have begun to do something and we're showing up and we're delivering value and we're giving them something that they need, something that they can add to their life, something that they can be encouraged by, motivated by, inspired by to do, they're expecting that we come and that we do that. So also too, the expectations are high, they said. They also said that's because you and I created and by also too showing up, we help them to deliver uh, And bring to them something that they know that they need. Every single time, they say. Every single time. So whether that's weekly or monthly that you show up. Whether that's quarterly you show up. Whether that's two or three times a day that you show up. They have an expectation that you're going to come. And we want to make sure that we're there. So you set the stage for it and people want it. That's just how it goes. That's how consistency works. So your consistency can encourage someone else to think, Uh, that they can do it, maybe perhaps in a space where they thought that they couldn't, but because every day you show up to do something and you share with them and you are vulnerable with them about where you are and perhaps your struggles and what it takes for you to do what you do, or even in just the content that you deliver and just how you're showing up daily or monthly or weekly, it helps to encourage someone else that they can also do the same. Also too, another consumer report showed that there are three very important things uh, that consumers want. And let me say this again. Again, there are three very important things that consumers want. Consistency, consistency, consistency. Let me say that again. Three very important things, and this was another group of consumers that were polled. They said the most important things that they want, and they named three things So they said them three times and they said consistency, consistency, consistency is what they expect. And guess what? I get that. If I was polled, I believe I would say the same thing. And, you know, your favorite restaurant has to do it or it wouldn't be called your favorite restaurant. Right. Restaurant owners depend on consistency. Why? Because that favorite burger that you taste that one time, that favorite vegan recipe that you had there, that Favorite vegan dish that you had there, that favorite steak that you had, that favorite salad, that favorite drink, no matter what it is, you went to that restaurant for that particular item and you keep coming back and you call that item your favorite or you call that restaurant your favorite. Why? Because they consistently deliver that same exact item every time you order it. It has been consistent in taste. It has been consistent in ingredients. It has been consistent in flavor and presentation. And so therefore, it makes you keep coming back, the consumer, to patronize that business. So restaurants depend on it every day. Also too, consistency pays when it comes to employees and employers, right? You consistently show up for a job, you're going to get a paycheck. But your employer expects that you're consistent with the vision that you're keeping for that particular company when you as an entrepreneur hire others as a part of your team you're looking for them to consistently deliver what it is your expectations are in order to serve your community right also too consistency pays when it comes to consumers making purchases from your brand They're looking that you're going to deliver the same quality. You're going to have that same integrity. You're going to have the same uh, enthusiasm. You're going to have the same uh, strength. You're going to have the same characteristics of that brand and the quality. It's going to show up every time you deliver, right? Also, too, consistency pays when it comes to growth. Why? Because perhaps you started out as an individual who was not maybe consistent in this area of live streaming or podcasting or designing or writing or music or teaching, right? You might've started out as someone who was not consistent in that area, but after continually, continually, continually showing up and delivering that same product, that same service, that same expectation, you begin to form a habit. You begin to gain growth in an area of your life where you didn't have growth. You now have formed a habit. You now have maybe broken a bad habit. You've now set up some routines in your own personal life as well as being able to translate those into your business. And guess what? They pay. It pays to do that. It pays to deliver that. It pays, why? Because consumers are going to actually physically, monetarily pay you. And it pays because it's developing growth in you. And it's also helping you to help encourage someone else. So it pays for us to be consistent. It pays for you to be consistent, whether that is on your personal time when you're trying to develop a relationship with someone. You're trying to bridge that gap with someone. You're trying to mend a relationship. You're trying to reconcile a relationship. Maybe perhaps you're trying to start a new relationship. And this can totally be platonic or a, rela- a romantic relationship with the expectation of marriage. You know, maybe you're someone who's not consistent in your personal life with Christ when it comes to your prayer time, when it comes to you communicating with him, when it comes to you uh, delivering uh, yourself and your habits to him on a daily basis. So maybe it's your prayer time. Maybe it's just time in and of itself. Maybe you weren't a timely person. And so now you're putting consistent practices in place to show up to meet with the girls, to meet at Bible study, to open up your business, to show up on live, to make sure that blog goes out, to make sure that podcast goes out, to make sure that new t-shirt goes out, that new line of uh, dress wear or bathing suits or shoes or whatever it is that you're doing. You're wanting to form things in a timely fashion, timeliness. So maybe you're building a routine and a habit with timeliness. So wherever it is, consistency can play that part. And so I'm excited that I was able to get on with you tonight. I'm excited that, you know, I got my back, you know, sometimes it takes me a little bit of time and sometimes I'm just head on. I can just spit it all out, you know, and sometimes, you know, I struggle with being consistent when things are going on personally in my life, when there are a lot of things going on and that I'm juggling, you know, sometimes consistency, I struggle with that and delivering when I'm supposed to deliver. But guess what? The more that I'm consistent with showing up at the times and the dates that I know I need to and having content and having something to offer and knowing that even if it's just one individual out there listening that I have to make it my business to show up no matter what's going on in my life. Why? Because someone else is depending on me to do that and I've already set the stage and build a certain momentum of expectation and also to develop a a sphere of trust and a level of trust that that person can have with me. So the next time you feel like you're being consistent or being inconsistent and you're thinking that your consistency doesn't really matter I want you to think again and remember that consistency does pay it pays more than you really think it does so thank you guys for always joining on the podcast hope that you join me again and hope that this was beneficial to you you guys take care and remember keep showing up being consistent because it pays and they're looking for you bye